It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. It's that Badger style. Let's move on to that game at Edgebaston on Thursday, where Australia are 6-5, to five, England are 4-6 favourites. Australia, they won at Lords by 64 runs. That was part of England's slump, though, wasn't it? The, that disappointing game, the lacklustre performance against Sri Lanka. Still a bit of a hangover, I think, coming into that game at Lords against Australia. And then they had the meeting, England, after that game, and basically said... Let's not let's not die wondering. Let's go out there and play the cricket that's taken us this far. So I think this is a different kettle of fish, this game at Edgebaston. For me, England taking on Australia in the semi-final is preferable to England taking on India at Edgebaston. Edgebaston does have a tendency to spin a little bit, which might have helped the Indians. Australia haven't won at Edgebaston against any opposition in any form of cricket since 2001. But Australia have never lost a World Cup semi-final. This is a tantalising game. The host nation, all the hopes that we've rested on them playing another proud nation in Australia. We'll start with you, Akash. Where is your five units going? I think one thing that would be highly focused on and would would gain moment, would gain the limelight would be the short boundaries at Ed Batson, which 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 would be the talking point going into the game. So keeping that in mind, I think it is going to go. We've seen Australia and England play before as well. So if the if the opening order do not perform well as they have performed for England, I think it's going to go in Australia's favour because that middle order has not has not really convinced me that much. They could not have uh, they did not play min- much vital innings. So that that's where England have have lacked a little bit. Uh, we've seen the last few games against New Zealand as well. Once they've had their openers go from right uh, from the ball one, they they couldn't muster up more runs, and then they just got to 319 or 20, where, where they could have easily got up to 350 and above. So they've not been able to convert the start. So that case, I think it's going to go in Australia's favour, because Australia, with with the addition of Hanscom and uh, Matthew Wade, so I think uh, Hanscom would come right into the number four slot, and Stephen Smith would go into number three if Kovaja is injured. So if that happens, I think Australia are more well-oiled and they, they, they're better suited to play English conditions because Hanscom, you know, that his has been lately in England, he's been playing for the, the A side. Um, certainly he has the experience to play a long inning. So 
that's going to be the, the talking point for the game. Australia's bowling against uh, England's top order. So that must be a good contest. So that, that's where I think it's going to go Australia's favour. I'm going to go with England in this one. No surprises there. I tipped England at the start with both my head under my heart. And I'm still very much hoping that they uh, do the job for me in this World Cup. Like I said in that preamble, I think the previous game between Australia and England is a little bit of a red herring in this one. I think Edgebuston surface, Edgebuston pitch, Edgebuston crowd will suit England. They win. Got a good record at Edgebuston, England. And I think they can do the job on Australia on Thursday. Um, the price as well, they're odds on, but only just. I think that's enough for me to take England at four to six. So England, that's where my five units is going. Ollie, what about you? Your five units and why? My five units are going on Australia, and I'm also going to play my final joker. I basically, I'm just, you know, betting and, and hoping that I'm wrong on this. Um, it's like one of those where if we win, then I'll be I'll be happy, and I don't mind losing the losing the stake. But if we lose, then it's a little little very 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 small silver lining. Um, I think this is actually a really hard game to call, as you mentioned with those two stats there. They kind of they kind of clash. So so one of those is gonna is gonna ultimately end uh, those streaks. But I just got a bad feeling about it. You know, I I, I can't really put my finger on it. Um, obviously. Australia have a number of a number of world class players. You know, Mitchell Stark's the leading wicket taker, uh, head and above anybody else at, at the moment, and, and for a good reason, obviously. Uh, Cummins is up there as well, and and then obviously batting wise, they, they don't really need much introduction. Um, Warner's having a sensational tournament. Finch's Finch's been racking up the runs as well. Carey's having a very good tournament. Um, Obviously, I think England on paper have a have a marginally stronger eleven, but this could be one of those games where it all comes down to the toss. You know, if if we win the toss and and choose to bat first, regardless of what the deck's like, to be honest, then I will feel a damn sight more confident than I than I do sat here now. Um, but if Australia were to bat first, then it's just a case of well, any any target that we're chasing. If they can hold their nerve and chase it down, then we deserve a spot in the final. Um, so yeah, I can't really put my finger on it. It's a really difficult game to call, but just in just in terms of kind of negative betting, I guess if if you want, I'm I'm going to pick Australia and double up on it. Ollie, how, how much of a, an issue do you think it is that England have had so long to wait from their last game? That you know, since they played New Zealand, they've had a long time to think about what they've done. The semi-finals coming up. You know, you, you saying you're a little bit worried about Thursday. I can totally understand it. It's because you're English and you've seen it all before and you've been hurt before. And that's what happens to us English people. As soon as we get hope, it uh, it comes and smacks you in the face, doesn't it? But mm. the England players, they're only, they're only flesh and blood. They'll be thinking about the repercussions of everything and what might be. A long time to think about something that's important sometimes builds the pressure up. And we don't want to see England reverting back to that playing within themselves like they did against Sri Lanka. We want to see that England that comes out chest puffed out, doing what we what we know they can do best. Yeah, absolutely. There's no point now, um, having seen how it's played out over the nine games and just about getting into the top four, there's no point abandoning what the, the style of cricket that we play that's got us here, uh, the one that we know and the one that we're best at, basically. With regards to the point about whether it's uh, possibly detrimental to, to have so long to wait until we play that semi-final you can look at it both ways I guess you can look at it as an opportunity to kind of slip out of rhythm um, and 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 Australia are going to be sort of fresher off the back of a, of a bit more game time but uh, you can look at it the other way and say as well it's more time to rest 
more time to get everybody ready and in a routine uh, and make sure that at absolute 100% peak physical condition going into the most important game of all of their careers. And also, you know, you, you've got to think about the fact that they, we didn't know our opponent until yesterday. So you can spend those few days after the New Zealand game on Wednesday just doing general preparation, fine-tuning, um, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, we know who we're playing now. So you can perhaps spend the, the beginning part of this week uh, looking more at specific plans for, for Australia uh, and the players that we'll come up against on Thursday. So there's one thing you can describe uh, England as at the moment. It's it's, it's very professional. I, I don't think they'll, they'll view it as a detriment that we've, to, we've been waiting this long. I think everything will be in order and we'll be raring to go on Thursday and it'll just be a case of the best team on the day will win. And that cash final will with you on the second semi-final. Evan Morgan, Trevor Bayliss, their team talk, it's quite simple, isn't it? You know, we've worked for four years for this. We've seen what happens when we take our foot off the gas a little bit in games like Sri Lanka where we don't believe in ourselves. Just go out there, do what you've done for the last four years, leave it all on the pitch. If it doesn't work, we'll go down fighting in a blaze of glory. If it does work, we're in the World Cup final. And more so, uh, there'll be one thing that they'll be focusing when they're doing the team talk that would be, this is one side apart from India who knows how to beat Australia. They've done it in the past, they've done it in English conditions, they've done it in Australian conditions as well. So they know where the Australian weakness is. So it's more about finding the weakness and then hitting the right length when they're bowling. Because the, the, with the ball, they have not been consistent enough as they have been with the bat. So... If they, if they focus more on bowling the right length and not missing opportunities early up in the innings, uh, it's going to be a good next few days for them. And also for the extra day of rest, I think it, it's more like they can regroup and then they can focus on wrapping all the injury-prone uh, players to cotton and all of this stuff to keep them fresh for the game. And uh, it, gives, it actually gives them more uh, preparation time and more uh, time to focus on on bowling the right uh, lines and lengths in the in the training session. So it's a really good thing for England because they've got a week, um, they've got more days than the other team. Uh, they should just make full utilization and full use of full use of their time. They were, they were at Wimbledon yesterday, I think, watching the tennis. So uh, it's a chance as well, isn't it, to take a bit of a break from cricket. They've got the time there to have a few days off, go back and spend a bit of time with the family, have a barbecue in the garden, go and watch a bit of Wimbledon, go and have a round of golf, do whatever cricketers do to unwind, and then come back refreshed and fully focused for this game. So it doesn't get much bigger, does it, than Australia against England. Australia 65, that's Ollie and Akashi's pick. 4-2-6 for England. I'm taking the English to make hay in that second semi-final. The Cricket Badger podcast is brought to you in association with Cricket365.com. Their ethos, we love cricket and want to make the world love it as much as we do. Join them at Cricket365.com. Thank you very much to them for their support of the Cricket Badger podcast. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.